mean, surely if it was us and we were spending a hundred million rand on a factory, we'd have a bloody good plan of what we're going to produce and when we're going to produce it. Who spends a billion rand on a plan and produces not a single product and then closes? I, I don't I know. Mean, it's, like, it's real money. A billion rand's like real money, you know? I don't know, but that's a good way to start the Jeez. 71st episode of the Overclocked podcast. No. It's Overclocked ZA, all the vowels, <laughs> even the ZA, one word, no underscores. Um, you can find us, you found us on any of your podcast listening apps, podcast catchers. Um, please tell your friends about us. And as always, I'm joined by my good friend, Gavin Dudley. Hello. Editor of Tech Magazine, the largest consumer technology magazine on shelf. Gavin, how are you doing? Good, thank you. So, I mean, just just to dispel any confusion, Overclocked ZA, spell it like you say it, Overclocked ZA is the way to find us. Yeah, I am Lindsay Shooters, Sharpshooters on social media, S-H-A-R-P-S-E-H-U-T-T-E-R-S, and that opinion guy on the internet, thatopinionguy.co.za is the website where you'll find this content and a lot of other content that I make. It kind of fluctuates. If I get client work, the website takes a backseat. Yeah, but there's some awesome things going up there, Gavin. In the news, Stella and the Benny Abrams, <laughs> her husband, Yakani. Mm. What, what's what's going on? Tell so me, last week we reported that Stella and the Benny Abrams, Minister Stella and the Benny Abrams, Minister of Communications, was getting in trouble for taking her husband with her on her business trips at huge expense to taxpayers. So a certain amount of that is allowed, but apparently she massively overstepped the amount that she was supposed to be spending on having her husband traipsing around behind her. Now it looks like he's trying to make side deals off of her involvement in you know in national. Uh, policy direction and so on so um, a, a very high-tech factory opened in the Eastern Cape about a year and a bit ago to much fanfare it was a 1 billion Rand facility and when you look at the photographs inside the facility you can see a hugely high-tech production line designed for building phones tablets all manner of electronic set-top boxes and so on and for the billion rand spent on the factory, not one single product actually came to market in a year. Not one single product came to market. Now, we're hearing that Stellan de Bailey Abrahams' husband uh, actually blocked the factory from getting anywhere because they wouldn't allow him to buy a share of it. So Controlling share. Controlling, controlling share. share. Oh, so we don't know what the details are. My concern is there's just too much smoke blowing around the minister. It means there's fire of some kind. and. I'm afraid she might turn out to be one of the bad guys in the end. This is what it's starting to look like, and that's what's getting on my nerves. Not to mention a billion rand electronics facility that's just being mothballed because they couldn't produce a single phone, a single tablet, nothing. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. I mean, the Department of Trade and Industry is involved there. Um, there's a lot of yeah, funds, and I think there's some lotto money also. Yeah, Going that's the thing. That, I mean, <laughs> you can't spend a billion rand, produce not a single product, and then just hope it's all going to go away quietly. I mean, someone, someone's got to pay for this, man. Jeez. Yeah, a year ago I wrote about uh, South Africa's manufacturing and how it's kind of re-emerging now. I mean, you get like pockets of real industry that is flourishing in this country. Mm. Um, but yeah, this is, this is sad news and it doesn't bode well for who are the other guys who opened up in Durban? Mara. Mara. Yeah. So, so the factory we're talking about is Yakani. Yakani, I think, hoped to produce set-top boxes for the digital TV revolution yes. that didn't happen. That kind of stall. And then they wanted to build phones and tablets for the education sector, yes. which didn't happen. Um, and so the company is Yakani, Y-E-K, 
A and I. And I mean, if you were to go to their website and just look at some of the factory equipment, it's spectacular. But you know, it's all now going, going, gone. Other pockets of news, Gavin. Apple is now at a market cap of 1.4 trillion dollars. Trillion dollars. <laughs> Uh, still the the most valued company in the world. Yes. Yes, suckers. Uh, Amazon. Suckers. Amazon did make it to a trillion dollars. Google is about to make it to Microsoft a trillion dollars. Microsoft crossed a trillion dollars very briefly. Yeah, Microsoft crossed a trillion dollars. Facebook was hovering around there. I think yeah. with the new. I think like driven by what Instagram is doing in terms of e-commerce, mm. I think they're going to get there soon. I think Instagram on its own might even become a trillion dollar company it's at some really stage. It's really quite absurd. But the fact is that, that Apple had gone down a little bit. It, its products haven't really set the world alight for a while. iPhone sales have been flagging dreadfully, actually. Um, you know, they lost a lot of ground in China, which is everyone thought the f would be the future uh, driver of growth. Yeah. Lost a lot of ground there. And iPhone sales in general are just going down. Um, but Apple has convinced the market that hardware is not where it wants to play. It wants to play in services. It wants to bring you streaming TV and music yeah. and all and sorts of other things. And we are now in the week of the 10th anniversary of the original iPad. You know, I'm a big iPad fan. I've converted you yes. to an iPad fan as well. I mean, I remember the launch and how the name was ridiculed. <laughs> you know, iPad. Yeah, the MaxiPad thing. I think yeah. it was still at Men's Health at that stage. Yes, that's correct. Doing that's correct. That's correct. We were at Men's Health, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that, was, that, was, that was good times. I, I think I derided it as... Just a big iPhone, a big and it iPhone. didn't do anything exactly, differently. Exactly. But I mean, how it has changed. And that's now. what's interesting. It, it went through a period of being the hot thing that everyone wanted, and then everyone figured out, uh, I haven't really found many uses for this. But over time, as digital media improved, as streaming video became a thing, as YouTube yeah. came online, as all these things emerged, uses for the tablet began to emerge. And so it was a little bit before its time, so it went through a little lull of not being hot property, and, and now it's come back around again. That's the Apple magic, Kevin. That's the Apple magic. <laughs> don't, Headroom for don't even start. Don't even start. I mean, Talk Steve Jobs famously would, would go, we're not listening to what consumers want. Well, consumers the consumers the don't know what that, they want. We're going to make Steve them stuff launched. and then show them that they need it. You know, that was the last know. product that Steve launched. Yes. yes. It was the last actual product okay. that he launched. I mean, it went on. No, it started no, no, selling no, no. quicker than the iPhone. No, no. I remember the Air laptop he launched as well. He took it out of an A4 envelope. I yeah. think that might have been before the iPad. No, I don't think so. It could have been. Uh, anyway, okay, we're whatever. 10 years into the iPad. Um, talking about sales and smartphone sales. and other, Apple has kind of come back a lot this year over the holiday season. Apparently, mm. they manufactured something stupid like 90 million of the iPhone 11 family. And they are readying for 20 million of the smaller iPhone 9 SE2, whatever they're going to call yes, it. Yes, yes. It's um, going to be coming in March, apparently. I'm very excited for that. I'm a big fan of like the budget-conscious Apple phones, um, but Gartner says that worldwide smartphone sales will grow by 3% in 2020. What do you think is driving this growth, Kevin? Is it 5G adoption? Is it um, yes, well, I think what held phones up last year was the first year that smartphone growth didn't yeah. go up. It was um, after years and years of, of like about two years of just small iterations. Yes, then. growing, growing, growing. Last year it suddenly didn't grow. And one of the reasons was that people decided they would wait for another cycle. They didn't feel the need to upgrade every year. Or they didn't feel pressure to upgrade every year. And um, what's happening now is some very advanced um, countries, Korea, China, other places are getting 5G and 5G phones are starting to really take off. Of course, we're like way behind the curve on that, like way, way behind the curve. But um, that's what's driving cell phone growth in other parts of the world. So we'll see a small growth in cell phones again this year. Yeah, there was Samsung launch last week for the Galaxy Note 
10 light the A71 and the A51. And they look like wonderful phones, uh, I must say. Yeah, largely I have the A51 at home for, for testing. Um, mm. When you hear this, the video will be up on my mm -hmm. on YouTube, just first impression, sort of general oversight on, on what the A series means. In 2019, they, they sold over 4 million A series devices. Yes, so, so Samsung used to have three ranges. J series was the entry level stuff, A series was the middling stuff, yeah. and then S series was the hot shot stuff. Um, and they did away with the J series. So everything that's not an S, which is the top end stuff, oh, is note. all called A. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's um, and so they have a 30 and a 50 and a 60 and a 70 and now they've moved on to a 51 yeah. and, and so on um the a 70 was probably one of the best phones i've ever used yeah a 71 looks very promising massive um, I screen think i think 6.8 inch yeah, screen the, the pricing mm. there is up at the 8000 9000 rand mark yeah for the a 71 a 51 is 7000 rand 699 yeah mm -hmm. which is which is decent uh the specs are mid-range but the the important thing for me is that the designs are copying exactly what they're doing with the S series, with the flagship stuff, um, so like hole punch cameras. Do, do, uh, do they have the Galaxy Monica in front of them? Uh, yes, they is do. It, yes, so they it's do. a Galaxy A51. Yeah. Okay. And mm -hmm. this, what, what was interesting is, usually Samsung will launch the S series carrying the latest Android, so out the box carrying the latest Android. But yeah, we're getting budget devices, the A series, which is coming to market first in South Africa, um, with. Android 10 straight out the box right. and the new design, the rumored design for the S series mm. with like the slab camera like on, along the left hand side okay. of, of, the rear, okay. of the rear panel, which is, I mean, it's an it's, it's interesting thing and I think moving a lot of these flagship kind of design cues is driving a lot more yeah. growth. I mean, you see the same market. thing in cars, you know, all of a sudden all this, this technology premieres on these Formula One yeah. cars and within two years it's all down in your sort of low end Ford micro yeah. car. You yeah. know? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So I think, uh, yeah, Gartner's spot on with 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 growth, and it's I think going. I think 2020 is the year to maybe buy a new phone. Um, okay. Like I, I held I held that on 2019. Mm. Like 2020 is definitely yeah. The, the iPhones that are out now are great. The, the mm. smartphones that are rumored to come out um, at MWC, the Android flagships, they're also going to be mm. great. They'll be. Okay. I think we can hold off on, on 5G devices for another yes, two years, yes. maybe. But I'm if you do uh, an upgrade, like if you have the same phone the for like folding. three years, I'm, I don't I'm care starting about folding. To get, I'm starting to get tempted into the folding. I don't care about folding. Phones. I'm starting I'm to get folding. pulled into the folding. Now I think it's because my eyes are getting weaker and I need more screen to folding see what the hell I'm doing. Folding or dual screen. Folding. folding. I think I'm going folding. No, I, I think the compromise is still too much. You're getting sure. the worst parts of a phone and the worst part sizes and layouts of a tablet. See, that's the thing. <laughs> I just can't see myself going back to a tablet. But there are times when I could really use more screen. Yeah. That's why I'm starting to think. Okay, but I, you know, I don't have the forty thousand rand available right now so to I'm buy the currently I still dual wield the iPad Mini and a smartphone, and I for me that's the perfect sort of solution right okay now. somewhere in this year the folding phones are going to come around to like 17 18 19,000 rand at which point i have to start taking it more seriously but and we can move on how will the folding screens i see one use for folding screens though mm. for, for the tiktok generation oh my god because goodness. if, if your if your phone can fold yeah it can prop itself up like a oh, tripod I see you can hold it up right okay <laughs> so you can put it, it like on it stands up yeah because yeah, okay. I, I was watching these these two girls um who were at a nursery oh you told us the yeah, story last yeah. week yeah, yeah and yeah. they like propped it up against like part of the jungle gym and yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. and mtn is now fascinatingly launched data bundles aimed specifically at that tiktok 
So, Kevin, give us um, the lowdown. Well, there's a hashtag, TikTok South Africa, the hashtag, has been used 400, well, it's appeared on 400 million views of TikTok material, yeah. is TikTok South Africa. 400 million views of that hashtag. So, there's an estimate of 350,000 South African users. They've made a total of 7,000 videos, and that was a while ago. And so I can promise you 60% of them are in school. Yes, no, no, exactly. <laughs> I mean, these, these girls on the jungle gym, you were saying. TikTok, for those who don't know, it's a video, a user-generated video platform, but it's kind of like the quick and dirty, in a way that YouTube is kind of a more systematic way of doing it. Yeah. This is the quick and dirty video, which are not quick and dirty. They're yeah. just done quickly, short format, Licensed and so on. music. Yes, they look beautiful. Um, and the point is that MTN has now identified this demographic and has now created data packages just for TikTok users. So, I mean, they've got a daily bundle, for example, that's like just lasts for one day, 100 megabytes for five rand. You know, this is for people who need to upload that video. You know, you need to upload two or three videos. Yeah. And I've, I've never understood those those daily sort of bundle thing. I've never been drawn yeah, to it. I mean, I can't see how I, you can buy it and then have to use it up like in the yeah, next two I, hours. I want to I want to buy my my monthly sort of thing so yeah. I can I can budget better. <laughs> so they, I mean, they so in the TikTok thing they've got one gigabyte for fifty rand, which is not such a great deal because you yeah. can get that just about anywhere. It doesn't have to be TikTok related. But I know? reckon it's more like you pre-plan your thing, so you know you're going to whatever yeah. event. And you're probably going to want oh, to do I some see, like TikTok and you stuff. Buy data. And then you just buy like that okay. 500 bucks. You're going or you to the your best concert. Yeah, and, and, and you yeah, know you're okay. going to be creating a lot of content. Right. I, 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 I kind of like the idea. Um, it's it's been fascinating to me. Um, I have a, a young daughter. She's still in primary school. Um, cousins also age like primary school sort of age. Mm. And they are big into TikTok right now. Wow. Like over and above wow. Instagram, okay. not even having right. an Instagram account. Oh. Like just fully invested in TikTok, not on I Facebook, suppose it's as, not on as, anything. as Snapchat was to WeChat, so TikTok yeah. is to Instagram. You know? yeah. 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 Mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think TikTok's just completely wiped Snapchat out. Because, right. I mean, Instagram's stolen a lot of like most of what what Snapchat was really about. Yes, yes, yes. So yeah, I think okay. it's just been fascinating. It's amazing. Watching. Every almost every year, a new thing has arisen. Yeah. You know, so three now, years ago, Snapchat was it, and then it got overtaken by yeah. Instagram, and then it got overtaken. So by remember, TikTok, you know, Vine so. was bought by Twitter, and then Twitter killed Vine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. now the original makers of Vine have launched. Vine was like four second videos. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Launched a new app called Byte, which kind okay. of tries to recapture. Um, what Vine was. Oh, okay. It's just a short form. I, I haven't been able to test it myself because it's not available in our country yet. Um, mm. But early early reviews are in and the old people are liking it. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I just can't with this user-generated video stuff. I just can't. But I mean, I just we, can't. We, we've now already had our first... I mean, so the Grammys that just happened also this week, that was a, a for me, a momentum shift where you had a TikTok star Lil Nas X with Old Town oh. Road winning a Grammy Award I don't even know who these people are uh, you had Billie Eilish mm, yes I know who that is originated like in with the the SoundCloud revolution like the self-published sort of stuff stand still man jeez I wouldn't have to stand still if, if I was using a uh, Galaxy S10 yeah or yeah, just okay, a more. flagship camera one more Come on, guy, you are slowing down the... Oh, okay, right. Sorry, we're taking <laughs> selfies. <laughs> okay. Whatever you use, are using... Oh, oh, never mind. I won't... I we, didn't, won't, we, I won't didn't. we won't name and shame. <laughs> I didn't put the beauty mode on. <laughs> okay, have you turned sorry. it off? No, no, anyway, yeah. Okay, as sorry, I was saying... <laughs> no, I've lost my channel. Yes, 
so like Billy Eilish swept the Grammys. Yeah, she yeah, took yeah. home five awards, yeah, and yeah. that's all. And I mean, Justin Bieber, who was the original YouTube star, is now on mm. his fifth or sixth album, or his fifth album. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. Okay. He's coming out shortly, and I mean, he's done. He's, yeah, he's done. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, like yeah. these kids, you you were deriding uh, the user-generated content. Uh -huh. um, but there, Sean Mendes, even he rose out of Vine. He was a Vine star. And for these guys to actually create careers, sustainable careers, and become mega stars from these niche platforms, I, I, I think it's incredible. Okay, what happened to, but the, the, the first of these was uh, Britney Spears. Yeah. The, the industry just took her, chewed her up, spat her out. Yes, you know? but you don't she have that anymore. Uh, you, 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 well, now no, you, you do, I mean, okay, Taylor Swift's a bit more empowered, but you know, I think the industry is allowing these people to flourish. The industry is using them, is seizing on them, turning them into stars, using them for their now, for its own gain. A lot of a lot of these guys are coming out with very very unique. Um, they 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 don't fit the mold. They don't fit the old mold of getting the record deal, and then knowing okay. from there that the industry, or at least the the, the business music business, churns mm. around you and pumps you out as this manufactured star. These guys are authentic, true to themselves. They're coming out. Like, the content that they are putting out is wild. Like Billie Eilish, I think she directed two of her own uh -huh, music videos. Uh -huh, okay. Dude, you would have not seen okay. any studio touch Be able that to sort produce of that sort of thing. All right, okay. <laughs> Maybe I must do a bit of the old Billie Eilish because I know everybody else is into it. I need to find <laughs> out. Okay, but we're getting off topic, way off topic. I think um, like technology is empowering people. And on that note, neat segue, <laughs> I come to you directly after my interview with Stafford Matthews, right. GM of WeWork South Africa. WeWork have opened up their third premises in South Africa. They are co-working space. Yes, uh, you yes. can rent like hot desks. And yes, they've been in the news a lot lately because, uh, you know, they would, they would buy up these pieces of real estate and turn them into places where people can go and work and rent short-term time in yeah. these places to work together. They would provide facilities and so on for people who don't want to have a regular office. Um, and then they got into trouble because they ended up with wild valuations and then the, this, the founder of the company went berserk and yes. ran off with the money and all sorts of things went wrong and now they're trying to recover. Yeah. But they have in the meantime put down roots in South Africa. Yeah, so there's the third office that's opened on Cape Town. They have one in Sandton and Rosebank. Rosebank was the first one. Um, they already 99% subscribed. That's Rosebank in, in Johannesburg. Yeah, in, mm. in Rosebank, Johannesburg at the link. Uh, they're near the zone. Um, they 99% subscribed there. Sandton is filling up really quickly. Cape Town, they've already had to convert a lot of the open space into like office space just because right. the demand for desks was so so right. big. Uh, but I mean, in Cape Town, they're competing with a lot of other companies yeah. that we're aware of. Yeah. But what, what I like same, about same them, service. and I don't want to give away too much of the story that I'm still busy pitching you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, is 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 the platform is very important because there's a couple of success stories that they highlighted where you get guys who were just on a three and all, I think it's three and a half thousand rand just to become a member and have access to the facilities what, and per have per like month? a hot desk yes okay per month and this guy showed but um, do you then pay extra for the desk uh no that, so, that's your so, entry so you can get a dedicated desk you can add on for a dedicated desk mm. and then it works on a credit system as well where you can rent out like conferencing facilities or boardrooms right or sure add, sure add, that's add, all add-on yeah, sort yeah. of add, but add the three thousand gets you through the door and gets you a place to sit yeah okay yeah um, and free kombucha and <laughs> and and, little and internet um, and internet, okay, internet. Mm. a nice thing also I've worked at the Rosebank one um, at, at the link 
and coming in there and trying to set up send off an email like all my devices connected to the yes, <laughs> to okay. the Wi-Fi which, which right. was really slick there was no right. like login code so or it's anything it's got to have robust I, internet yeah. yeah okay robust and it's all seamless you get a card and you can go anywhere in the world to any WeWork office right and you can log in there right. you can just walk in with your card and right. set up obviously it's courtesy to notify them that you're coming yes, to a yes, foreign okay. location okay. But so that they can make sure it that it's seamless. Is, yes, yeah. it, it's pretty seamless, which okay. I know you have issues with them billing themselves as a tech company. Yes. Like that sort of tech, I've used a lot of these places and none of them are that seamless. Even like within a company like News 24, Media 24, uh-huh. moving move from office to office and things Moving break. from the Cape Town office to the Joburg office and you can't log uh-huh. on to the Wi-Fi or anything. Okay. So like yes. that's pretty, pretty... My, my argument has been that these are basically just real estate developers that have got you know sophisticated access codes on the door like the yeah. kind of access codes you would use for any you know yeah. large corporate um it just tracks your movements and so on I, you know and like logging into the wi-fi okay like every other office ever yeah so i my argument has been that they're a real estate company masquerading as a tech startup so yes. that they can get tech startup level well, funding what, and ipo what, meanwhile what, it's just real estate what i like mm. about them or at least the pitch that was given to me by the south african crowd is just uh, having access so you like a one-man two-man shop sort of startup and sure. you set up the roots at like a WeWork you go onto the community platform which is kind of like a bit of LinkedIn or a little bit mm-hmm. of Facebook involved in one thing you can broadcast a message about mm-hmm. yourself to everybody um, there's been contracts that have been signed I mean, like across I'm, that sort of thing I mean, just bringing people together in a space where they can collaborate mm. um, but I mean for, for if, me you, if you've got thing. two or three people let's say involved in your startup yeah. that's 10 grand a month you're paying for them to go there I mean, what happened to the old dining room table, really? You know, what happened to all working at the dining room table? What happened to cramming into the garage? But where do you, you take know? your where do you take your meetings? Uh, well, so how how did they do it when the startups were held in garages? Where did no, they do it? No, I'm saying like if, if, if you're meeting like know. the CIO of like Investec you or something, you go to the freaking mug and bean like every other good startup should. But or you can I mean, invite them to. If you if you approached me for startup funding and you were spending ten thousand <laughs> rand a month. <laughs> For free kombucha and, and sparkling water and stuff, I'd be like, mm, I'm not so sure. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm, I think, I'm I'm I think it's cool advocate. that you have a resource um, sure. where you can invite these people into professional setting, mm-hmm. rent out a little bit of boardroom, like have a nice whiteboard there where you can draw stuff on or it's like sure, a screen sure, you can project sure. to. But sure. that, I think for, for startup businesses and especially someone who is kind of the driving force behind what is effectively a, a content startup. Okay. Um, trying to push my own services I, I think it's a, it's a great place to put up roots okay. but we digress yes we do we because do. so that, that's the story of we work the company is we work they had massive um uh, skedandles in in america recently they've made a lot of news headlines and now they're in south africa Kevin, we are key power users at this point google oh. keep itself. oh yes it, it, it's my preferred note-taking Yep, it's how we collaborate and set up notes for for these shows, mm. um, and we do a, we actually do a lot of things on there. Yes, it's, we it's, do. We do. It's it's I lightweight mean, as an app, but doesn't yes. use a lot of resources. It syncs seamlessly across Google services, like across all of your devices yes. where you have it installed. You can pull it up on the web. Um, it's it's just a great place. Video, like you can audio yeah. clips, handwriting. Google Keep. It's like it's like. Yellow, st- yellow post-it notes yeah. except it's on all your devices all the time you can share it you can update it you can add pictures you can add all sorts of things yeah yeah so you are all about handwriting recognition well mm, <laughs> sort of sort of <laughs> what I've been having trouble with is 
you find a piece of information in hard copy. Either it's a printout of something you received, or it's a label of something yeah. you've received, or it's a PDF of something you've received, and you actually need access to the text. How are you going to get the text out of these formats? You know, if you take a picture of a sign, let's yeah. say, um, you take a picture of a menu, you take a picture of something, someone sends you a PDF, you need access to the text. What you need is optical character recognition. Optical character recognition systems have been around a long time. It's how the computer looks at all these things and converts those pictures of text back into actual text that you can use in your word processor. Optical character recognition, OCR. Um, the uh, segue there, just side note. Mm. Um, so you know the capture or the recapture thing that oh, you yeah, sometimes yeah. have to fill in. C A P T U R. Yeah. Kind of thing. yeah. So if yeah. you want to access a new like web service yeah, or yeah. something, they sometimes like make you prove that you're not you're a not robot. Not a robot. Yeah. Um, the original capture where you had to like kind of put in the characters. Yes, that's right. That, that was the original way that the AI behind a lot of OCR was trained. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Okay, you you would you would recognize like random text characters and you would input them in the system and in that way you were training the AI to recognize those characters in the future. Yeah, so yeah. Um, if you a lot of Google things use the so that's the nine grid now, so pictures and you need to identify all the pictures all of the traffic buses, lights, all, all the, the flowers. Or or, yeah. This is us actively training um, smart car yeah. AI for how to recognize <laughs> buses and stop streets and traffic lights and road signs. Yeah, because it's like all the weird, the odd things that where the appearance can change is not consistent across. Yes, yes. Like you can't just code one thing for it. I mean, you you've probably seen these services where it goes identify all the pedestrian crossings. Yeah, and then you have to look, and some of them have got such a <laughs> tiny piece of pedestrian crossing on it, you don't really know it could so be a stop we, street. You know? We are training Skynet, man, as we go. Yep, but anyway, yep. go along. Okay, uh, so. OCR. So easy OCR. Let's say somebody has given you a book and there's a page in this book, perhaps it's a recipe, and you want to get that recipe into text on your PC because you want to do something yeah. to it. Um, so what you're going to do is you're going to take a picture with your phone and now you're going to save that as a yeah. picture. You're going to open Google Keep and in Google Keep, you're going to go for the, the there's a little three dot sub menu at the bottom of the note that allows you a couple of extra options and um, using that you're going to import your picture into your Google Keep note that you're working on and once you've imported it um, you simply click on the option to well, let me see I've written it down here there's an option that goes grab picture text yeah. it goes into the picture it looks for all the text that can find it takes that text and pastes it back into the note as text in one step. In fact, the first few times I did it, I would cr I would click on grab picture text, and like nothing would happen. So I would do it again and do it again. And eventually, when I looked at the note, I, the, the text that yeah. appeared three times, like <laughs> in the, the bottom of the thing. So let me let me go through that again. Okay, you're going to take a picture of the text that you want to turn back into text, whether that's a menu like you know a restaurant menu whether that's a PDF you've been sent whether that's a page of a recipe book that you photographed wherever you got the image from you're gonna take that image you're going to import it into your Google Keep note and then you're going to choose grab picture text and that's going to 
search that picture for text and extract that text and paste it right into your note for you. Once it's in the note, obviously you can do anything you like with it. You can paste it into an email, you can, you know, save it in some other format and so on. Yeah, so, so it's a beautiful thing, especially if you like in a lecture setting and there's notes yeah. um, that on the board or something and you just want to take a picture of it and save those notes for later. Yeah. That's a good thing. Like I found Keepers very useful. I collaborate on shopping lists and mm. birthday lists, guest lists and stuff with my wife mm. on it all the time. And then there's another Google service that has rolled out to Android devices called LiveScribe. Yes. And it has absolutely revolutionized the way I transcribe <laughs> interviews. So uh, you can do it. So you can play a recorded in, so like I like to record on my phones or digital device. You can record on the phone, then play the recording on the phone with LiveScribe running, and it will transcribe on the fly everything that is being said. Like into text, yeah. Into text, like on the same device. Yeah. This is this is revolutionary stuff. For journalists, you've got to understand, <laughs> that is such a big deal. From having to either type as fast as the guy's saying, run the risk of typing incorrect characters, yeah. or having to listen to the interview you've recorded and then type it all up after the fact. It makes the interview last three times longer than it actually should. Yeah. This way, um, I've, I've used this as well in the same context where there's a little piece of text that I need. Let's say it's a recipe. Yeah. All I do is I read the recipe out to LiveScribe and it just writes it all down for me. That's so a very, very good way, way to do it. Um, yeah. on, in the Apple world, uh, Notes does integrate well into Gmail right now. You can open up a Gmail tab that will have all your Apple Notes. Um, I thought it was quite amazing. Mm. The interview notes that I took for the interview I did earlier mm. today, first time I've actually seen it happen, mm. took the first line of script that I wrote mm. and turned it into text and mm. used it as the mm. as the the you header yeah, okay. the, the, the header for the for the note. Uh, and that that was quite incredible. Okay. And now just pulling it up on 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 Gmail when I'm in my G and I mean I use my Gmail all the time. Mm. So there is ways to get around it, um, integrate into Google services like that through mm. Apple, but keep is available on, on iOS devices as well. Okay. It works. All of the things that have been mentioned here works mm. the same. LiveScribe, not yet okay. because the APK is having access to like the the microphone data and like it's it's just a bit crazy mm. now with security. But sure. anyway that 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 has been a good show Gavin. Okay. Um I have as I said A fifty one content is going up on the site mm. today. Um, you can also read my weekly column on a Thursday. It's called hashtag Tech Thursday um, on carshop.co.za mm -hmm. where I, I have all yet. my misings about yeah the car industry and technology and how the two meet. Uh, and Gavin, what's going on your side? Uh, let's see. We are interviewing Rashad Shah. Yes. In fact, you are interviewing Rashad Shah. He's the CEO of a telecoms company that has really impressed the hell out of me, and that is Liquid Telecoms. Liquid yeah. Telecoms is a company that used to be called Neotel. Yes. Neotel was supposed to be a direct competitor to Telcom a very long time ago. Anyway, uh, Liquid Telecoms has done some truly amazing things and is probably launching the first proper 5G network in South Africa and is then leasing out that capacity to Vodacom and others. So we're going to speak to him about how he's empowering consumers through Liquid Telecom, his company. Um, we are reviewing these Vivo handsets to see how they shape up. We're also expecting the new LG G8 X. X, thank you, yeah. to the arrive in the next little while. Yeah, 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 yeah. and that's going to be very dual exciting. screen is very, very you know, nice. We, we love our um, LG phones. And last but not least, 
I'm writing a highly critical analysis of all the different streaming video services you can get in South Africa. And to do that, to do that, I'm reviewing the new Apple 4K TV box. Okay. So I'm going to sign up for all the services on that box. Nice. And test them all that way. Yeah. And um, this will definitely be an article worth reading. Your life will change. <laughs> uh, no, I've, I've had them before, so I know that they are the best, and we've discussed yes. this on the show. Um, and what I'm most interested in is then making a short list of the must-view geek shows on each service. But for that, I'm going to liaise with Lindsay. Okay. We can agree, we can agree to disagree and argue about the must the must-view yes. geek I, shows. I on actually each, watch dangerously little TV. Uh, yeah, yeah, dangerously. Just because I have very specific tastes, and I prefer to ingest. Like heavy hitting content when, when oh I do my it. goodness! Okay, no, no, I have to watch TV in order to get some levity in this life because life is pretty. I watch more heavy. YouTube. I watch more YouTube. That's where I can okay. consume a lot of those things. Um, yeah, I also I torrented the other day, <laughs> and it was really funny because then because we we like to pay for content, like pay the the content creators through the services that we sign up to, right. um, so that the money's going to the the content that we really enjoy uh-huh. um, and then there was something that doesn't come to South Africa and we rely on people to, to obtain it for us uh-huh. and then I was like I know how to do this thing my wife really wanted to watch this one episode and I like did the deed was it the Mandalorian? I, no. I, I send her the picture uh-huh. of the, the, the file <laughs> and she's like oh no but I'm getting it tomorrow <laughs> so all my, my has been in all my, all my so piracy I, has been in vain I also illegally downloaded things this week <laughs> John Wick because there's so much fuss being made out of yeah. John Blim and Wick and I know nothing about it so I'm catching up with popular culture John anyway, Wick Keanu Reeves okay we stay safe use VPNs uh, <laughs> don't download <laughs> illegally and do not download illegally you pay for the content that you like so the content creators can make more of it okay that's me cheers we're off bye